Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 16th chapter. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb and they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe. And they were alarmed. And he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hear us laugh. Yes, hear us laugh at you, O grave, for the angel of the Lord rolled away the stone to show the entire world that you, grave, yes, you, grave, are not as powerful as you might think. Indeed, O grave, the stone was rolled away to show everyone that your threats of death are nothing but more, nothing more than a silly facade. You've been exposed, O grave. Christ is risen. Empty talk. That is all that you've got, O grave. Did you hear that, O grave? You've got nothing because you could not keep Christ contained. With that stated, though, Don't you claim to be all-powerful, old grave? Aren't you the one who supposedly rules the bloodshed of war? Aren't you, old grave, the one who lounges at the hospital ICU? Aren't you the one who is a constant threat against young mothers and babies in the womb, old grave? Don't you lean inward on us when we are sick, old grave, and whisper that you are coming for us? Old grave... You may claim all of this, but we, we shake our heads in disgust against you. We actually chuckle with the laugh of victory at your overinflated self-assessment. O grave, we taunt you not once, 
But we taunt you a second time, for Christ our Lord, our God, has risen out of your so-called power. Do you not see, O grave? Jesus is not with you in your lair of death. He is not with you, O grave, but he is with us. His church, he is alive. On Friday night, it seemed that you were the one who was alive as you consumed that lifeless son of God into your deep cavern. This morning, though, we hear that the Christ has risen, which leads us to conclude that you are the one that is lifeless, O grave. You are the one that, are, that is dead, for Christ is alive and well, seated at the right hand of the Father. And what about our deaths? What about our caskets? What about our burials, you may ask, O grave? Well, dear old grave, do you not know that by Jesus' three-day rest in the tomb, that he made the burial places of his baptized saints holy? Yes, O grave, do you not know that those who are baptized into Jesus were baptized into his death, and from that death unto glory, the glory of the Father, so that we may walk in newness of life? O grave, it would seem that you don't even have complete authority in the cemeteries that you apparently run. It appears, O grave, that someone has moved into your domain. It appears that the cemetery plots of the baptized are under new management. Let us be very blunt and to the point, O grave. You, O grave, will not get us. You will not get us. You will not keep us in your clinching jaws. It is true that at the end of our lives, we are put six feet under. But there in your midst, O grave, we rest in peace. We rest in peace as if we are tucked in for a cozy nap. For our caskets are sanctified. They are holy caskets in Jesus. Indeed, we will rest in your midst, O grave, until we are called forth in glory. Now, speaking of glory, listen up, O grave. We want to tell you something wonderful. We want to tell you a mystery. There's a time coming. Yes, an appointed time. A time coming that you will hear a trumpet. It will be a blast of a trumpet. And we who have died will be up and out of the grave out of you, O grave, so fast that you won't know what hit you. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, we will burst forth from your midst with resurrected bodies and we will see our Lord Jesus Christ face to face, never to die again. O grave, you will eat our dust. And what of our sin, you may ask, O grave? Yes, what of our sin? It is true, we will admit, it is true that our sin puts us into a casket. Our sin leads to the sting of death. Our sin unites us with you, O grave. However, have you been so quick to forget Good Friday? Christ said that Good Friday, it is finished. Indeed, he said those words, tetelestai, it is done. And with his suffering and his death for us, he accomplished everything. 
the wrath of God, satisfied, sin atoned for, and the devil defeated, giving us forgiveness, life, and salvation. So, O grave, we ask again, yes, grave, where is your sting? Grave, where is your great bite? Where are your fangs of your jaw? That is what we thought. You have no answer, O grave. We are listening and we hear no answer, for your power is gone, O grave. You have no answer this day, O grave, for Christ Jesus is risen and he is risen indeed. Yes, Christ is risen, O grave. Therefore, we will not fear you this day. And there is more, O grave. You know, since you have no response to us, O grave, since the news of the empty tomb has dumbfounded you, let us preach to you a bit more and maybe taunt you a third and maybe a fourth time. Christ is risen, which means that all of our sins are buried deeply in his wounds. Christ is risen, which certifies that our guilt is truly forgiven. Christ is risen, which means that death has been swallowed by life. Christ is risen, which means that the devil has lost. Christ is risen, which means that we confidently walk in the vocations that the Lord has placed us in the rhythms of grace. Christ is risen, which means that we have the assurance of a holy and certain hope to meet the days ahead. Indeed, Christ is risen, which means that we will be seated with him at that great heavenly banquet. Christ is risen, O grave, which means that he is seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us. Christ is risen, which means that we have the joyful expectation of new bodies. Yes, new bodies on the last day. Bodies that will be free from sin and death. Christ is risen. Which means that we will rise from this grave as well. As they say, ain't no grave going to hold this body down. Indeed, baptized saints... Jesus, yes, Jesus Christ, has risen from the grave. He is not in the grave. He is not possessed by the grave. The grave could not hold him down. The grave is empty. Baptized saints, your Redeemer lives. Jesus lives this day. Do not, I repeat, do not fear the grave, for you belong to Jesus. You belong to Jesus. Alleluia. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, the resurrected one, the conqueror, the defeater of the grave. Amen. strong word bespeaks us righteous bright with thine own holiness 
Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.